Grand rising, everyone. Natalie coming to live. Spilling coffee. Got my coffee here. Salute to you. Um, okay, let's get started. Reading the Emerald Tablet Alchemy for Personally for Personal Transformation, Dennis William Huck. And um we did kind of I did kind of go into cosmology and consciousness with one class that I'm taking. Um, and didn't really get into or haven't gotten into the book because of that, because consciousness or cosmology and consciousness is such a huge topic and I think so critical for individuals to start to look into, um, particularly if they're interested in shifting the paradigm or understanding how to step into a new worldview because the paradigm is shifting regardless. It has to. If it doesn't, um, I, we're going to be our own damnation, right? And we don't want to do that. I think we do want to survive as a species. We want to leave a world for the next generations to come. And, you know, if we don't change our behaviors now, it's just not going to happen. We already know that, um, which is why we have individuals exploring other ways of leaving this earth because you know we might be too far gone and they're freaking out they don't know what to do we don't need to colonize other places or locations what we need to do is understand how to heal the planet and work together here hey Barra, it's been a while how have you been i was just thinking about you so how do we do that and and cosmology and consciousness is really cool because yes i am well thank you because what it does is it allows the scientific minded person the one who might be um, atheist or the one who's leans towards science more and needs proof, um, it really does connect you into everything and everything is interconnected. It gives us that storyline. It gives us the narrative that tells us that we're interconnected and that everything that we do, every place, every connection that we have is interconnected. From the beginning of this, you know, we are stardust, right? And people will say that. Hey, Linga, what's up? I was just thinking about you too. I was just thinking about both of you guys. <laughs> um, when we think about the stardust, right, and how, what that means is that everything is made up of these particles that are in the universe. Okay. Sound is broken. Oh, it is? Is it for everybody? Tell me if you guys are, the sound is broken for you guys. Hey, you're in the matrix. <laughs> yes. Tell me if it's broken. Um, Linga says it's broken. All broken. Huh. Is that the same for you, Barim? Or is it just Linga? <laughs> Maybe it's your... No, I'm just kidding. Maybe it's your headphones. Um. So, again, when we're talking about cosmology and consciousness, I'll wait and just see what Barim says because it might be... Fine for me. Okay, Linga, it might be your headphones. Um, maybe he's going to call back in. I hope he does. I haven't seen him for a while. Good morning to you on Facebook, whoever just got on here. So when we start to think about how science, right, and science is starting to catch up with sort of the spiritual part, right, the spiritual essence of what it is. My show is about spiritual alchemy, a practical use of esoteric wisdom. Um, and it's really linking in why alchemy, I believe, is the umbrella of everything. Because in the beginning, if even if we looked at science, right, if everything from a scientific lens, and that's what I'm talking about right now, we 
we see that in the beginning there was darkness or that's what they say right we don't know it's all theoretical as you guys know now people who understand this new paradigm will be able to interconnect to their own natural emergence right it's about the emergence and when we start to recognize that we can start to step out of the dialogue that we're currently in you guys know the narrative that we're in and I'm constantly telling you get out of that narrative because the narrative that we're that you're speaking in currently is a narrative or it's a spell a curse that was created by certain individuals they use symbology they used all of these things to conjure up a spell a curse that we live under today okay so that curse that we live under we need to break that and in order to break that we need a new narrative we need a new um structure a way of existing in the world well the science right they didn't want science to come in because science would break up that paradigm so we know this if we go back in history and we think about you know the vatican and all the churches and all this stuff they didn't want science to come out because why well because they had already controlled the masses they already had the masses under their arms or wings whatever you want to call it they already had them and they were following them and here's the deal if they would have left right if we would have said science says this or that science would have become the new religion and they didn't want people to do that so they hid science they they got in trouble really what these scientists were were spiritual alchemists they were alchemists that were telling people here's how the natural world works this is natural law really what the human beings were doing was saying this is man-made law and you're going to follow our law so we have this sort of split right between religion and science now they're starting to circle back to each other because they both are asking the question you know is there god or is god out there what is god or you know whatever it is and one answers it within the spiritual context the other one is saying well let's look at the facts and science can we prove or disprove it but it's starting to circle back around and in that circling back around what we see is a new narrative called cosmology and consciousness that cosmology and consciousness is really i think critical and it's pivotal, right? It's going to help us to understand who we are in the actual scientific world and recognizing that everything's interconnected. But we may have gone too far. We may have gone too far and we may have um, caught up too late in the dialogue, basically. The narrative being that we come from hydrogen, right? If we look at stardust and the evolution of stars, that we are stardust, we are four times stardust. So that's what science tells us, right? They say there's a black hole, then we have, or we had this darkness, we had a big bang, all this hydrogen was there, you know, and then all of these particles and quarks and whatever they're called started to come together. Before you know it, it was like this dust, but they came together because there was this energy force that put them together. Then stars were formed through nuclear fusion and, and hydrogen and, and helium and all this stuff, right? And then boom, it explodes again after a supernova and more stuff is created. And we have denser material like iron and all these things that set up the stage for the planets. And then the planets were formed. And so it's like, how many times of stardust are we? Well, we then we're connected to that right? Our atmosphere, our biosphere, all that stuff is interconnected. So before oxygen was very 
abundant in our atmosphere. We had carbon dioxide, we had all these things. Oxygen was actually very toxic for the living creatures on the planet, but they had to learn to metabolize it. And we're a result of that metabolizing, right? Now that's one way of looking at the storyline. Of course, there's several ways. People say we're aliens, all this stuff, okay? There's a bunch of theories. But the scientific world, if they understand this narrative, that they're interconnected and that everything that we do, every choice that we make is killing us right now under the old curse. So we're under a curse, right? Now, what is the curse? The curse is, again, the bastardization of spiritual alchemy. They took this and they understood this information and they told the alchemists, if you guys do your alchemy, we're going to kill you, basically is what happened. But they found a narrative within that dialogue that served a, the purpose for certain individuals. And we call these people the elite. The dialogue being color, literally color, which is interesting. Now, the stage was already set, right? Because we, if you go back into the native dialogues, you'll see that there was this prophecy that happened about, about how the world was going to become the way it was. The prophecy saying a white man will come. Well, we're not going to say it's all white men. That's not the point. The point is that there was an archetypal patterning that was created in the dialogue and the narrative. And they leveraged it. They leveraged that dialogue for their own personal gain. And then they said, hey, all the alchemists, we're going to take all of your alchemy and we're going to use it to our benefit. And that's what we see today. The pyramid, right? The all-seeing eye which is interesting is something that a symbol that's been coming up. And I was actually thinking about that symbol this morning because everybody talks about the pyramid um, on the dollar bill. Um, and in our cosmology and consciousness, consciousness class, we're actually going over that symbol where they say the bottom of the pyramid is the dark matter of the universe. And as you rise, it's the stardust. But the potential at the top is everything that could exist within the universe. Um, and I say bullshit because what I see and what I understand um, is that they created this pyramid to, again, put us in a color scheme. Literally, color has been the curse, part of the curse and separation. Simple, right? Sounds simple. And literally has used some symbols to depict that. So if you go through the pyramid, and if you guys are interested in this information, Nobara might be um, just because of your the stuff that you talk about, um, that you'll you'll understand that the dollar bill, the new world order, um, and what it means is that they said they understood science. So they understood that dark matter existed and that there was more dark matter than than light. And to illuminate, you had to go up the pyramid. Now, I say bullshit because, first of all, it's a pyramid, and it's it's just an upward-facing pyramid. <clears throat> so there's a lot of symbols that are missing from that alchemy, okay? Oh, my God, is there something wrong with your device? Okay, so somebody else, I can't hear anything. Are you still having a, a problem hearing me, Baram? Linga? Chime in here, buddies. Help me out. And if they can't hear anything, there's a reason we can hear you. Audio perfect for me. Okay, so if you can't hear, 
it's probably your own audio. Everybody else is saying it's fine now. So I apologize. Controversial stuff that I'm talking about, to be quite honest with you. Things are going to unfold and unveil. And I'm going to tell you right now that the more and more that I speak out, the more and more people that wake up, the more and more it's going to get, you know, you can have, <laughs> let's just say this in my program, I talked to my friend and I told him what I wanted to write about my book and all that. And my, what I want to get my PhD in. And he was like, I'm concerned uh, for you. And I told him, I'm a big girl. I don't need you to be concerned. And I don't need you to tell me what to write about. Quite frankly, I just need, if you have information, give it to me if you don't. Now he's someone who's been part of the occult, um, world since he was a kid he was raised into it i was not i i have not been raised into it i'm an i'm what you call a natural witch <laughs> if you want to call me a witch but you thanks for the gift linga that's so kind of you i appreciate it um but if you understand that you know in this world what what kind of spell we're under right they were they were um not allowing people to do their alchemy because they understood the power that comes with it. Now the power is in symbols. And I keep saying this, right? Symbols are important. They're not all of it. They can only tell us a piece of the story. Our internal world and how we experience the world can only be described in so many symbols. And then there are symbols that can't describe some things. And then when we go even further into our alchemy, those symbols become sacred geometry and then they become mathematics and they become all these, these other things, right? Mathematics is an its own language in itself. And some people even believe that everything's designed on these, these mathematics, that it's a mathematical world. And we can see that it is, right? There's a pattern there. There's these fractals that show up in everything. So we have the ability to create our own alchemy. And I've been talking about this quite a bit and people are like, well, how did you come to this information? How do you know this stuff? How, because I'm a seeker of truth, right? And I open up my eyes to different paradigms, different ways of seeing the world. And what I've come to find is that alchemy is the way. There's an emergence, right? So there was an emergence in cosmology. We are, how many stellar, we're like four stellar, we're stardust, we're four star emergences, is what I'll say, because emerging is the word, and, and that should be the word. We weren't created, we emerged from. From what? Well, we don't know so far. Science can't tell us that. But if we don't change our, our life and our shit the way it is, we're, we're, we're in for some pretty crazy times, and maybe not our generation, but the kids and, and those kids' kids and all that, and we want to make sure that the world is in a good place for them, right? or it'll just start again and will be extinct. I mean, that's a possibility. So we're looking at mass extinction. So what do we do? How do we play our part? And I think that's the big thing. This is this this thing that we're living in is too big for one person. It's gonna take all of us. I've said that the other day. It's gonna take all of us. We have to come together. It, it can't just be one person. It's not one person. It's not one thing. It's all of us. But first of all, we have to wake up. We have to understand what what's, what's happening. We're under a curse right now. That's really what it is, a spell. And they've done a damn good job at keeping the curse alive. Now, here's the deal. People are breaking free from the curse, right? People are waking up from the curse. People are like, what kind of weird shit have we been under for all this time? And they're trying to figure out, well, now what do we do? How do we move forward? 
Well, you got to understand the curse. The curse was built on alchemy. Alchemy is built on symbols. Symbols create. The symbols that were under are incorrect. They're only half the story. And they're history, right? Not her story. We need both. His and hers. Now, when I say his story, what I mean, okay, when I say his story is that they put everything under the patriarchal model, right? Now, is it right, wrong, good, or bad? No, I'm not against the patriarch. That's not this. That's not what I'm communicating. What I'm saying is that you can't put everything under just the patriarch. That doesn't even make sense. That's part of the story. And now we are seeing the result of what it's like to just be fully under the patriarch. Now, not every civilization is under the patriarch because we have some societies that still have a matriarchal um, construct. But for the majority of the world, we're under this patriarchal model. And that leads to, well, what we see today, which is just who cares about the, we're just pillaging, we're just pulling up the rainforest, we're just doing all this shit. And we just think that it's not going to hurt us. Really, what we're doing is killing our own species off. That's what we're doing. We're killing ourselves. Literally. And we can fight with them and say, I want to live in this and that and the other. They don't realize they're freaking out too because now they realize that what they did is killing them too. Why do you think you have the, all these underground tunnels and shit? Because if there's too much nuclear radiation and they can't put themselves in a spaceship in space to survive, they're going to go underground. I'd rather die than be underground. I don't know about you all, but I ain't trying to go underground. Yeah, it is in the language. And you'll hear that a lot, like his story instead of her story, right? There's a bunch of different ways and language does create. So, so looking at the symbology, that's, I mean, symbols create everything we see today. And right now that pyramid, right, on the dollar bill, just the the epiphany that I had today um, with it because I was thinking well they put it in here they trapped the dark matter in a pyramid which dark matter doesn't need to be in a pyramid first of all at the beginning of the world when all dark matter and energy existed there wasn't a pyramid there so why the hell are they putting a pyramid on it because it's a patriarchal symbol they've trapped all of everything into this patriarchal model and what that has done is it has raped and pillaged the, the earth. It is taken from the earth without ever giving back. We need the mother. The mother nurtures and gives back. See, we, we've gone too far to one extreme is basically what's happened. And it's a curse and everybody's under it. Even the people who spelled it, even the people who came up with this stuff. They themselves are seeing it and they're freaking out because people are waking up and they know that if they continue on their journey this way, that, well, everything's going to be gone. I mean, we're looking at a mass extinction right now, you guys. This is not some joke. We have never been in a mass extinction. We've never in our entire history, yes, have never had that. We had the dinosaur. Now people are like, well, what about this? What about that? Now, I, when I'm saying mass extinction, I'm not talking about our species, you guys. I'm talking about all life. When the dinosaurs, right, uh, were wiped from the earth, that was a mass extinction, meaning so many species were killed off. 
all at once, and only a few survived. That's what we're, we're headed towards right now. If we don't change our shit, now what is it going to take all of us? We have to wake. We have to wake up and do our part. I don't care what you do, okay? So I don't care if you guys have your podcast. You know this has been, um, by the way, happy anniversary to Spirit and Coffee. It's four years that I've been doing this. Uh, on the 29th was my fourth year anniversary at Spirit and Coffee. This is my contribution to the to the world. How do I how do I give back? How do I educate? How do I wake up the minds of individuals? How do I get them thinking in a different way? How do I support the narrative? How do I co-create a new narrative that's going to help us? How do I uh, break the curse that we're currently under? How do we start to reintegrate all those pieces that have been taken out of the alchemy? Because sorcery was is rampant right now. And we're seeing the result of that. People don't know where to go. That's the issue is people have zero idea where to go. Everybody's in a state of confusion. Everybody. Everybody is in a state of confusion. And they know that what we're doing is not working. Most people. But they don't know how to change the narrative. Well, why? Because no one's teaching alchemy. It's starting to come out. And let me tell you what, there's a lot of misdirects in people's alchemy too. I'm careful about what I follow. Follow your own alchemy. That's probably, that is what literally the hero's journey is, is finding out who you are. Once you learn to love yourself, you're not going to want to harm anybody else or the planet. That's why everybody says start with them. But how many people are working on that dialogue? No, they're still carrying the luggage of other people's shit. They're getting involved in things that, that's not even theirs. It's like, and I, all I can do is contribute, right? The way that I know how. And that's this way. Doing my courses. Giving back to the world. Reminding people. Now you have something to give. Whether it be, you know, your podcasts or it be your, you know, lingo, your music, however you give back to the world. Baram, your podcast, you know, with what you're trying to teach people to wake up. And the reality is, what are we waking up to? We're waking up to co-creating with each other in a different way and reintegrating the things that were taken out. We have to reintegrate it. Now, nothing, we're not creating anything new. What we're doing is remembering that we have to or get to integrate everything into one and find the balance in life. Here's the deal. I don't know that we will suffer as much as the children and the children's children. Yes, I played for 100 people in a bar for four hours. Yay, that's awesome. Man, I'm going to have to go visit you one day. I don't know how it is in Australia. I was um, speaking to a beautiful person that I was coaching out there. Mm-hmm. Help them heal through music. Remind them. It's going to take everybody. This is not a one-person thing. It's not a, hey, Natalie's, you know, nobody has the answers and nobody knows what the hell is going on. And some people are kind of going to be late to the to the show. They, they just don't even want to know. Some people don't even want to know. Some people don't even care. Right. And for me, what do I care about? Well, I started to think, well, what is it that I care about? 
I care about the future generations, and I do care about our species. I do care about human beings. If we go extinct, okay, that's part of law, natural law too, for a species to go extinct. But I also think that humans have the ability to do such amazing things. And we've totally just gone opposite. For, like I said the other day, for being so smart, we're not so smart. <laughs> we're, we're really not. We're really not that different from the rest of the species that we see on the planet. We think we are. But the reality is, is we're doing exactly what the species before us did. Okay, when, when the earth was formed and there wasn't oxygen in the atmosphere, what happened is plants were creating the byproduct of oxygen. That oxygen was toxic to them. They were killing their old self by their byproduct, by their waste. Well, we're doing the same thing. But we think we're so smart. Oh, we're nothing like them. What do you mean? We're exactly like that. And these species, did they have consciousness? I would say yes, we all do. I believe that consciousness just existed. But <laughs> we think we're smarter than them. That's the thing. We think we have dominion over all of everything, and we don't have dominion. We are in partnership with everything around us. <laughs> Getting them things together. Yes, they become united. Amen. I love music. Music does heal in so many ways. It heals me all the time. So when we're looking at the, the symbols, right, and specifically, you know, Baram, you're talking about the dollar bill. If you ever go there, I don't know if you, it's something that you've addressed on your podcast. Um, they trapped the dark matter and the light into, and they played it out to their benefit in this storyline, basically. It's that simple. It, literally light. So color and separation. It, I mean, it's really that simple, but not that simple, right? It's like alchemy is simple, but it's not that simple. It's simple to come up with these um, sacred geometry and these structures, but to play them out becomes complex. So they're ingrained in everything we, right now, in everything. It's ingrained in everything. We have the lodges, right? Masonic lodges. We have the order. We have the uh, Golden Dawn. Um, who I asked a friend, I said, you know, tell me because I want to write about white supremacy. Now, people, when I say that, they think white supremacy as in color of skin. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the alchemic process of, of, of white supremacy. The spiritual alchemic process that was created to create the storyline and narrative that we currently live under. What, what did that look like? Well, first of all, it was very patriarchal. So they put it into a patriarch. They took the symbol of the pyramid, which is a patriarchal symbol, and they put it on everything. And they totally took out the sacred feminine, which is the downward facing pyramid. They took that out completely. They said that man, not woman, man, has dominion over everything. Meaning they have the right to take whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want. Including women, right, for property. We go into marriage, all this stuff. If you understand symbols, you'll understand the narrative. If you understand how symbols work, you'll understand the narrative. 
Yeah, I have. I posted on Instagram. Also, I broke it down. Good. Now, in your narrative, did you talk about the black, the white, and all the cosmos? That 50% or 90% of the pyramid is black matter, dark matter. Symbolism is my favorite topic. That's probably why you're on here today. <laughs> I had no idea I was going to go over symbolism, but I guess I feel your energy. No, this is the new stuff to me. Okay, good. So understanding the true the true alchemy behind it, because see, what's in popular media is a misdirect, and they do this on purpose. And also because people aren't looking at alchemy when they look at it through the lens. They're looking at it through the lens of, I don't know what they're looking at through the lens of, right? If you go back in history, history, right? Um, you'll see that the alchemists were the ones that were being ridiculed. Anybody who brings up alchemy. Now we're at a new age where alchemy is re, uh, re-arising. It, spiritual alchemy is starting to come up, right? It's woe to the gold makers because spiritual alchemy is the alchemy. That is where the gold is. is. The gold is within you. You are the gold. Not some, let me make gold and money and currency. That's not how alchemy was to work. So when you apply alchemy and you start to look at it and people start to get it, right? And, they, and they're starting to understand it and starting to say, holy shit, you're going to get in trouble. That's what happens. They want you to shut up because if you understand how they used it, they, they were under a big spell, basically a curse. Now, I can tell you right now, when I told my friend John that I was going to write a book on, um, you know, breaking the curse, um, he was like, I wouldn't write, I wouldn't do that. And I said, well, first of all, I'm not asking for your permission. Number one. Number two, if you don't have any resources to give me, then I'm just asking you for resources. I don't need a lecture on what I can and cannot do. Not to be mean, I love you, but that's not what I'm asking for. I know what I need to do, right? Number two, he's like, well, it worries me. And I said, well, that's fine. You could be worried. People get killed for this stuff. I said, I know. I understand that. I understand my role. I understand because when you start to understand their alchemy and break their curses, they don't want people to do that. They want us to stay blind. They're freaking out because people are starting to wake up and recognize. Although they do use the downward triangle, in my opinion, when people like Trump sit on stage and place their hands in a downward triangle to show they are representing the below. Yeah, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying in their symbols of the world, we're in a patriarchal world. So even in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right, if we look at that. So they tried to say that they recreated all these damn things and they didn't create them. They just took old alchemic processes and just plopped on a pyramid on top of it. Maslow's hierarchy of needs based on a, a patriarchal model of the chakra system doesn't honor the sacred feminine. You can go into almost any church. The first thing I look at, let's just say, even say this, like the school of Scientology, you go there and you'll see that there is a pyramid and it's just an upward facing pyramid. That's it. So in the structures that are designed, they may honor it. And the reason they honor it is because they understand the full process of alchemy. They understand it, but they're not going to give it to us. In other words, they have put us under a spell using their symbols and trying to recreate, oh, we invented Maslow's, I can't stand Maslow's hierarchy and needs, by the way, because for me, 
they just use an indigenous model. It was, to me, it's the chakra system and they put it in a patriarchal form. That was already created. You see, we have the ancient wisdom. It's it, We're not creating something new. They tried to create something new, okay? And they saw the opportunity. I mean, the opportunity was there. It was already set in motion. The curse was already created. If we go back historically to the indigenous cultures, there's a story about the lady and I, I need to pull it up. I can't remember where it is because this will be part of my book as well. Is that this old native woman, she said they were talking about who was going to curse who. And she said, I give you the, the, like the worst curse of all. <clears throat> and my curse is that a white man will come and basically take everything. Now, what did that mean? Because they've talked about it. Native cultures have talked about it here in New Mexico. We have stories and they, they knew it was coming, right? The elders knew. Now, what did it mean? Did it mean white man? No, it was an archetype, okay? Let's rise above the story of human beings, right? Let's get past our human uh, ego-centered, whatever you want to call it-ness. And let's look above that. The archetype of that particular white male energy was already created. All they needed to do was leverage it. The storyline and the narrative was already there. It already existed. And they just took it and they used it. Now, how did they use it? They used it in symbology. They took the symbols and they applied them to this already historical uh, systems that were created. When we look, when we go back, we were all land-based people at one time. We didn't understand boundaries. There was no separation. We were part of the earth. The earth was part of us. But that transitioned, right, over time. It transitioned. It wasn't like that anymore. So what happened? Separation and color. Those two things. They may seem small, but they're huge in the storyline and the narrative. Now, that pyramid, right, and that's the first thing I look at. Where's the honoring of both? You have to honor both, right, when you're, when you're bringing your alchemy out into the material world. So if you're constructing, let's say, for instance, like an organization is, is based on the patriarchal upward-facing pyramid. It's, again, in that patriarchal system. The system says that there's a below, there's a middle, and then there's a high. And only few can get to the top. So purposefully set up, okay? This stuff wasn't just oh, let me just kind of think about it. No, these alchemists understood natural law. They understood how to apply it. And then they applied it to the natural world, to the real world. And then they bent it and manipulated it for their own benefit. It's crazy. Literally, it's like, wow. And now we're seeing the result of their, their actions because there's consequences and they think that their consequences aren't going to hurt them. Well, yes, it does because everything's interconnected. They're not outside of it. In other words, we're killing ourselves. That's what we're doing. We can't blame anybody else but ourselves for the way that things have all transpired. Okay. So, yes, you will have them representing both because they understand both. Now, one of the 
the new dawn i don't know if you guys know that um uh the order of the the golden dawn um was one of them we have the nazis and we have that that were the ones who were really pressing even the vatican and this gets very controversial for people but these were the individuals that were holding up this new narrative and now it's everywhere it's everywhere <laughs> it's everywhere we have to break the curse and it's not just one person right and we have to understand that the structures and models we can't see here's another thing i'm working right now right in um some pretty controversial stuff even in business because right now businesses are being forced to look at this and their models and their structures and they know that their structures aren't working because they don't honor they can't there's no way they can the, the way that they were set up was specifically for one person and that's why we still have especially in america white men who always are at the top because it was created for them it was designed that way that is their alchemy now we're looking at these organizations right and they're saying hey can you do anti-oppression and anti all the they want me to do all these things and i am and i said yes we'll do it but here's the deal it doesn't matter because the systems need to change we can't they think that they're going to change the system from within and that's bullshit because the structures weren't created that way and that's why we're like stuck because we don't know how to break that curse well the curse is what the curse is we need to recreate the symbols around it so if you're into symbols bara a lot of what i would do is look at how those symbols actually manifest in the material world right we know how the pyramid works the pyramid is is the strongest foundation it's going to be very hard to break that right because think about the pyramid and its structure it's powerful it's a powerful symbol and we use it in the material world right because what do we do we say well we have pyramids even around the world right that that are still there forever and ever we don't even know how they were made oh they, they have theories about how they were made but we can't even make them today so the pyramid is a strong foundation a strong structure we need it it's not that we don't need it but what's missing from the symbology that's the big piece what when you're looking at symbols and i'll tell you a, another story i went to this guy um when i was living out in colorado springs and you know the guy never talked but he talked to me and it's because I knew alchemy and I started talking about alchemy and he freaked out, I think a little bit because he's part of one of these orders and I don't know what, and I've never been initiated into order. I don't need to. And I said, started talking. And then he, before you know it, he's bringing out these coins that he had. And he said he got them and that there was only a few in circulation and I don't know what, and I think they were made out of copper. I don't can't remember what they're made out of. Anyway, I looked at the symbols and I'm like, mm -mm. These symbols are dark this is dark and this is it's dark magic number one and it's sorcery and it's incomplete there, there's things missing from it so right away i was like this is dark magic and this is it, so okay fine we have dark magicians and that's our sorcerers i should say and that's fine but to recognize and understand when it is and i was like okay <clears throat> I gave him back his his things and I I think I had taken a picture of them 
but I don't remember where those pictures are. But he was part of this order, and I can't remember who it was, probably Golden Dawn. So the Golden Dawn and all these orders were constructed and created purposefully. They understand the full alchemic process and they apply it to their life. Oh, yeah, for sure. But they use the symbols to control the population. So, yeah, Trump is going to honor both the great mother and the great father. Sure, he understands that everything's interconnected. All of those people that are, quote unquote, at the top are given the full picture. We're not. They're not teaching this shit in school. They're still teaching, well, they are now, but they're still teaching stuff that's crazy. That Maslow, why are we still teaching Maslow's hierarchy of needs? How, why did I see that in my master's program? Especially, in, I mean, I went off on my professors. I'm like, why are we, why are we looking at this? I said, you know, first of all, we're supposed to be in a paradigm shift. And this is like, it's almost like a slap in the face that you're showing me that this man stole this sacred wisdom and recreated it for his own benefit. And we're supposed to buy into that. Are you out of your mind? But see, nobody knew in my class. Everybody's like, oh, it's great. And then they're talking about it. And then they're like reading mine. They're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize what, like what you said, oh my God. And they're freaking out. And I'm like, yeah, because you've got to understand symbols and you've got to understand that these sacred systems that were created ages ago, <laughs> they were integrated. All the answers are already there. We just have to reintegrate them back into our systems. So when we go back to corporations and we go back to these trainings that I'm going to do, nothing's going to change. You can't change the system from within. You have to create new structures and systems. And this is why people are confused because they don't know how to do it. They don't understand how to do magic. They've taken magic away from us. We have to teach ourselves magic. People are afraid. They hear the word magic and they think it's evil. It's not. They, we've been under sorcery for how many years already? And we continue to do it. And when we start to wake up and remember our magic and remember how to apply magic to our life, we get shut down again because they're like, no, we're going to lose our control. So, Bahram, I want to send you some information on the pyramid um, and what exactly it means in terms of the dark matter and everything that's uh, that exists within the universe. Is that's what it's about. That's what the pyramid's about. What it did is it took the, the pyramid, it trapped in the dark matter. And when we look at the bottom of the pyramid, black became, the darkness became the bottom of the pyramid. And we see that in our structures today in corporations. It played out exactly the way that they constructed it. If your alchemy is created and designed right, it'll play out the way you want it to your structures and your designs. So what we get to do, and here's the big thing, you wake your people up the way you wake your people up, right? You you work with them in a specific way. We work together to wake the individuals up, but we've got to create new systems. And I have a friend right now who um, is working on that. He's doing some pretty powerful work. He's getting his PhD. Um, and his is in sociology and it's looking at um, equity and what does equity mean? Because that's the buzzword. 
we hear right now, especially in the U.S. I don't know if it's anywhere else in the world. Equity is a huge one in the United States specifically because all of our structures weren't designed to honor equity. And now they're freaking out because they're like, well, how do we have an equitable work environment? Well, you can't. It wasn't designed that way. And they're like, well, if we train people, yeah, but we're still under a pyramid. It doesn't matter what you do. There's always going to be one at the top and everybody at the bottom. That's the way it was designed and structured. <laughs> and I had a professor a long time ago when I had told him what I wanted to do because I had been trying to do this work ages ago, right, where I wanted to recreate structures and models and I said, well, I'm just going to create it from within and I'm going to tear them down, you know, and he said, you can't fight a virus with a virus. And I said, okay. And I didn't under, I mean, I kind of understood what he meant, but now I truly understand what he meant. All these years later, I'm looking at the systems and I'm saying, yeah, he's right. There, we, we can't, there, the, the, the model is already set up that way. The structure's that way. We have to create new structures. And this is why, again, people are confused. This is, they don't know how to use magic. They don't know. And so they're trying to, to they're pissed at the system and they don't know how to get out of it they don't know how to change it they don't know how to be you can't that's the point you've got to break the curse that's where we start break the curse and remember who you are remember your magic create your magic figure out how your magic works that takes alchemy and that takes you really being committed to the alchemy you have to be it's not just a like one day thing it's an all day every day or your whole life thing <laughs> As you guys know, it's been my life <laughs> to try to add back to the dialogue. So recreating, reconstructing these um, things. And part of it is, you know, there's communities where they're trying to do agriculture within their community. Those are kind of models that are sh surfacing. You know, I think the circular model is pretty good. That would be a great one. Um, you know, sacred geometry that exists within these communities and agriculture so you can do sacred geometry and agriculture now sacred geometry honors all of it right it, it looks at the patterning of the sacred feminine masculine how do we integrate both we just need to reintegrate and honor the mother and that's it it's really that simple but not that simple right but for those who understand what i'm talking about those who can pick up on what I'm talking about, when you're thinking about how you structure your systems, when you're thinking about stepping into something new, if you're looking into new communities, right? How do I structure the community? Look into sacred geometry, look into um, spiritual alchemy, look into symbology and how do you honor both and all. And when you're creating this, you're integrating all of it together, the patriarch and the matriarch, because they're not separate. We, we need them both. So how do we synergize both of those energies together to co-create with nature, right? Because that's what nature tells us. Nature is the ultimate law, okay? So there you go, more and more. I think we need to create a cult. <laughs> People run our world or in a cult, so we fight fire with fire. That's funny. It won't work though, see? Because we need water. Fire is masculine. We need water. We need feminine emotions i could go on for days about that but i'm not going to <laughs> um but no i hear what you, i see what you say now i do you guys i've put you on that chat nobody seems to be active i've sent emails people say they want to do stuff i send emails to try to get something going um you know i just 
people are busy, whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying, if you guys really want to create something or come together or have a think tank or whatever it is, get involved in that group. Say something, you know, I don't care what it looks like. I'm not here to say, oh, it's it's a collaborative. We have to come together. There's just no other way. It's just no other way. So um if you're on that group so there you have it thank you linga i think you stood on here you said you were gonna go and you stood on here um uh love you very much and baram um if you're still on here looks like you left but love you guys very much and those on uh facebook love you very much um have the most magnetic marvelous magical miraculous monday ever um and i will be seeing you guys tomorrow Bye-bye.